0: you're listening to another great podcast in the mymac podcasting network
1: Michael, another
2: hell of a show Nicole,
1: the are we a starting position
3: yeah. here or something
1: yes assume starting positions and folks welcome to geekiest show ever episode 241 and possibly the last show of the year and I say possibly because as I mentioned last week, we are not going to record next Sunday night, which is our normal recording time, because it's going to be ho ho ho, Merry Christmas, and uh, then the following is New Year's Day night, New Year's night, I guess technically. So we'll both we'll all be celebrating. But there is a chance, slight, that there may be an episode that slips out between Christmas and New Year's. We'll see. It could be it could be a poop, potpourri of. Of 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 things that you don't normally hear on the show, I might do some creative editing and some of the bits that I normally trim out. So, uh, just keep your fingers crossed, folks. You might get a, a an interesting episode uh, middle of next week. But before Thank I go, goodness. yeah, before I go any further, I want to welcome. We have the full panel. We are in full regalia for the the Festivus, for the rest of us holiday here. We have like, a,
0: totally better than full house.
1: That better than We're even a fuller house, because Mike and I are both full of shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have a solution to that.
1: you, yes, do. you do. Later. Okay. Later. we will we, come, we will come back to Elisa for her solution to Mike's and my problem being full of shit. So, <laughs> but before we go any further, because it's been such a beautiful week with the weather this week... And yes, Mike, I know it's been a number one week in weather.
3: <laughs> no, that was our that was our high today. <laughs> number one, one. Yeah,
1: I, I want to start out. It's it's gotten kind of warm here. It's like thirty four, so it's a little on the hot side for me. But tomorrow, I think the high is going to be twenty, if I remember right. Oh no, it's going to be uh, it's going to be just about thirty one degrees. So it's going to be a little on the warm side. But
3: you know, sure, rub it in.
1: And then in the low 40s the rest of the week. So we'll see how That's that goes.
3: Hmm.
1: Mike, since it's been a little cooler in your neck <laughs> little, of the
3: little cooler? Yeah. Uh, I sent you that picture, and I took it late. Uh, I put a picture on Twitter of my uh, uh, weather station. And if I'd taken it about an hour before, it had gotten down to 27 below zero. Uh, when I took the picture, it warmed up to 24. Uh, I think, uh, according to the, uh, weather underground here, it says we're at four above right now, which is our high for the day. Uh, we just barely got above, uh, zero at about, oh, I don't know, three o'clock or something like that. So it's been, it's what I call a four F day. Fuck. It's cold. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, it's been that cold and the rest of the week, um, well, hopefully, we're going to get up, uh, maybe thirties uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then maybe twenties and teens for the rest of the week. And it looks like for uh, Christmas Day, it may be single digits. So, and a possibility of snow showers. So, we'll just have to see what's what.
1: Yeah, I'll have to admit, even that was a bit on the cold side for me. You know, I even wore a jacket. Uh, well, not technically a jacket; it's a quilted flannel shirt. But I, you know, I did wear a jacket and a hat a couple of days this week because one morning it was uh, Lisa, you and I were going back and forth, and I think it was seven degrees, five or six or seven degrees when I left here that morning. So, oh,
2: yeah, we had, we had
3: we had <laughs> to bring the we had to bring the brass monkeys in, dogs frozen to fire hydrants all over town. It's just been terrible.
1: We actually had they had to dig up the fire hydrant across the street from my house because I noticed last weekend it was cold and an icicle was forming, or had formed from the uh, four-inch outlet on it down to the ground. So I'm assuming there was something wrong with it. So uh, Wednesday, no Thursday, they proceeded to dig up the hydrant and replace it. Um, so apparently it, the valve stem or something had gone bad and it wasn't holding. So it was interesting looking. It had a lovely big icicle though sticking out the bottom of the fire hydrant. <laughs> I so, was anyway. just excited. Yeah, I was. I was it was it was very popurastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. <Yeah. laughs> it it almost looked gooish the way
2: it, g- <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, leaking. It I was, was gonna say something but I decided not to, so <laughs> why? Why? I'm saving why bother?
0: I'll just it for later. Oh okay. So, well that's a good
2: enough
1: reason. So so Elisa, how was the beautiful weather up your way?
0: We had
2: snow devils yesterday. I'm not sure how much snow we got. Maybe four inches or so. And it was cold and nasty. And then it rained today. And it was beautiful. Because most of the snow devils are gone. Not all of it. But most of it is gone. But man, did it get windy this afternoon. Once it stopped raining, the temperature dropped. And it got super windy. And right now it's 26 degrees. But it feels like 13. And it looks like for the whole week it's going to be... Damn it. mostly sunny to sunny and high of um high 30s but not too
1: too bad you know it got windy here too because I had to run an errand late this afternoon and I went outside and uh, my lit snowman that's in my front yard had blown in half uh, Ooh. so he bent part it bent one part of him and then uh, the other part I put him back together and then I zip tied him together hopefully he'll withstand the uh, the rest of the Christmas season but he looked like uh, a horror movie he'd come through with a machete and sliced him about the waist so
0: we shall now call him Humpty.
1: yes he he had a great fall
0: <laughs>
1: so Melissa, how be the weather out your way?
0: Oh I just love how you guys have all this like feels like bullshit <laughs> 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 I' just got actual temperatures here <laughs> no uh, indexes or any of that. Uh, it it was cold today, I want you to know. It actually got down to about 49 degrees, and it was only supposed to get up to 59. Boo-hoo. But the rest of the week is, is pretty fucking awesome. It's 68 uh, tomorrow, 73 Tuesday, 71 Wednesday. There's going to be half days with the kids for the next couple of days. Tomorrow's a full day, and half days the rest, and it's going to be really nice.
1: Yeah, technically... Uh, technically, Tuesday is my last day of work for the year, so thumbs up for me. I'm off till sometime in January. I take my l- I
0: forgot to put protection on before I rubbed that in. Damn it!
1: Oh dear God. Do, do,
0: do, 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 do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! And Mike's taking his headphones off, going, "What did I just hear? Wait a minute! What did I just
3: hear?" <laughs> so.
0: That's okay. Just go get your shiatsu massage, or else, Mike. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's my new <laughs> best friend. Uh, um, I posted a couple pictures, and I know people quite understood what it was just from the picture. Um, Mike,
1: I think you've changed mics.
0: Oh, yeah, Mike, your mic is, is off.
1: Mike, Mike your mic-less. Uh,
0: he plugged it into the massager.
3: No, something happened here.
1: Goo Gu- got over his mic down. input. He got goo all over his mic I
2: input. He was just so yeah. excited about Melissa's weather forecast.
3: <laughs> I I had a uh, something um, crap out on me here, and I suppose it's going to be a royal pain.
2: That sounds like it's going to be a crap tastic episode.
3: It does, if at least. Good. Good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear.
3: Uh, um, let me drop out and reboot, and then I'll get yeah, back to you guys. Oh, okay, we'll,
0: we'll make we won't talk about you in the meantime.
1: <laughs> we'll keep the goo flowing in your absence. Right.
3: All right, give me a give me a minute. I'll be back.
1: All right.
0: We won't talk about how his massager is is uh, three speeds slow, <laughs> medium, and who needs Kevin?
1: <laughs> uh, be like my friend that you say when she first got her page or she called her sister. All right, three short, two long, three short, two long. <laughs> Wow. So yes, those are those are the dates. Somebody said something to me the other day about my phone, my cell phone number, and I said, "Well, let's put it this way: I've had that number so long; it was the number on my pager." <laughs> oh my! So yeah, it was. Uh, that was the number I had. What did I? When did I get that number? It would have been 1990 I can't remember. I've had that phone number a long time, and it just progressed up through phones, Blackberries. I had the Motorola StarTac, you know. I had all kinds of shit, so it it did progress up. So it, it was quite interesting. Well, so while we're waiting for Mike to come back, because yeah, who cares about his input on this? Uh, <laughs> we I do want to delve into. Uh, first, we'll start with Elisa. She had a rather interesting watch week as her and I were trading messages regarding her Apple Watch, and because. It all started out, with, I think everybody on the sh- listeners know, because we've talked about it. Uh, Elisa, Melissa, and I are all, whatever you call it, sharing our... our
0: hearts are all beating. We we're all be, sharing. We're <laughs> all
1: she- we beat as one and two thirds or whatever. Anyways, <laughs> but um, So I got a notification from Elisa about completing a workout. And I, what did it say? Nine hour workout or some shit like <laughs> well, that?
2: Well, I'm at the gym on Tuesday and I get this text from kevin that says like hashtag mic drop i'm like what and i wrote back question mark like what is what does that mean i thought maybe he meant it for somebody else you know because sometimes that happens you text the wrong person and he goes your workout and i look down and all of a sudden my watch is saying that i did 554 minutes of exercise i'm not an olympic athlete (laughs) <laughs> it, that's nine hours
1: you hadn't even been up that long
2: <laughs> yeah and then it said that I had been standing since um midnight so that I had completed my standing by midday I had well passed my exercise but the calorie count was more accurate like what the heck is going on so what I did is I turned the watch on and off didn't help So then I came home and I updated watchOS, which was needed. That didn't help. I'm like, okay. So I called Apple and the advisor had me update the iPhone OS and said, well, once you update the iPhone, then it'll be okay. That did not help. So it stayed that way until the next day. But it didn't move. Like it stayed, no matter what I did, it stayed at that 555 minute mark the next day. It zeroed out and everything stayed the same. Now, what irritates me now, when I called Apple, the guy I spoke to was really good. He's like, wow, that shouldn't be happening. And I told him a few other things. He's like, no, that doesn't sound right. That shouldn't be happening. But these updates should take care of it. He goes, what time zone are you in? So I'm Eastern time zone. He goes, all right, I'm going to call you back tomorrow. I said, make it the afternoon. I'm going out in the morning. He goes, all right, I'll call you at four o'clock tomorrow to double check, make sure everything is okay. Still waiting for that phone call. Really? Still? Oh, my gosh. Still waiting for that phone call. He was supposed to follow up to see if everything is okay, and if it wasn't, to go to the next step. Meanwhile, I get, I think it was on Wednesday, I get an email from Apple saying, you know, how how was your support call? I said, I'm going to wait
0: <laughs> until
2: after. I said, because if he doesn't call me back, they're going to hear about it. And if he does call me back, they're going to hear about it. Because I want to give credit where credit is due. I waited until Thursday to fill it out. And everything was positive because when I was on the phone with this advisor, he was very nice, understood what the problem was, gave me suggestions on how to fix it. Unfortunately they didn't work, but you know, we worked through it. Then at the end when it says, Do you have any comments? I'm like, Oh yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me you're gonna call me back and then not call me back.
1: Yeah, that that does kind of suck. I mean and that seems very unappetizing. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like you didn't have, you, like you made some sort of bad odor or something, and it didn't.
0: You? <laughs> like she didn't
2: put out. <laughs> yeah.
1: on. You know, like you
2: said, it, was, it might be a little bit, you know, a little bit before, a little bit after. Like oh, I get that, no problem. You know, I know you're dealing with other with other people. That's not not a problem. But I made sure that I used the activity app and the exercise app just to make sure that it wasn't something within the activity itself that was always going to be triggering this. So that worked fine. Everything seemed to be working fine. And every day since it seems to be working okay. Other than it seems it also seems to be eating battery a little bit more quickly than it did. You before. know,
0: I was gonna say my battery has been tuned through a little bit faster, but I haven't had it enough to really be able to gauge that. But I just kinda got that vibe that, hmm seems like the battery's going down faster. So I wonder oh, if and, I, I, and that. I
2: also got an achievement. You've never I, worked out that much before. That's your personal best. I'm like,
0: oh great, you know, <laughs> nine hours. Right, and we don't you know, <laughs> so get those achievements, and I like, I spin it. And I'm like, oh, good for Lisa. <laughs> yeah, like-
1: she got up, she exercised all day continuously.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, it's funny, like I the first couple of mornings I, I'd wake up, I'd put my watch on, I'd get a notification from Elisa that she'd done her workout. Like, oh hi, fuck you. I mean hi Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> of course keep in, keep in
2: mind I'm like, you know, it's nine thirty in the morning when I go to the gym, it's six thirty for you.
0: So <laughs> Exactly. I'm looking at the time like, damn it, she's already got a workout in, she's already got a fucking badge. <laughs>
1: You're just lucky I don't hit my activity goal when I first get up and start going out because you'd be getting a notification to, before you ever went to bed.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I haven't quite figured out like what to set it for, and I know a couple of people that I that I've now shared activity with that have set the bar really low so that they can be motivated, and I totally get that. That's that's totally fine. I haven't quite figured out what I want to do as far as tricking myself yet.
1: Well, that's what I did initially. I set it low, and then when I said, "Okay, I'm hitting it," I'm hitting. I started hitting like 130% of it. So I cranked it up a little bit more. And okay. I and I kept cranking it up and cranking up. And I probably, I mean, other than today, I haven't quite closed the circles. But um, I probably need to crank it up a little bit more. I know Elisa said, how do you manage to do that at work to, to get your move goals? And I said, well, I work in a long, flat building. So if I have to go from one end of the building to the other, or hell, even if I have to go to the restroom, I can, you know... It's a, it's a good little hike to the restroom from where my cubicle is. So, yeah, it's...
0: You talk of <laughs> <laughs> oh, that day.
1: So one would... thing
0: you have,
2: to, you have to be careful of with the watch is, let's say you decide to go out for a walk. You want to go outside and take an exercise walk. You're by yourself. I mean, you're not running, but you want to take a nice walk. It doesn't count, your, it doesn't count the minutes unless your heart rate goes over a certain amount. Oh, interesting! Because I remember when I was in Florida in September visiting my aunt. We she got she's eighty three years old. She walks three times a day, and sometimes I walk pretty fast. And even I was having a hard time keeping up with her. She boogies. We went out for a walk, and I was out for forty five minutes. Put my watch on. Put an in uh, outdoor walk. I get back to her apartment. I got credit for twenty minutes. Hmm. I'm like
0: what? Hmm.
2: So. I found that anytime I do an outdoor walk, if I want to get the credit for actually walking, I just do other.
0: Oh, okay. Otherwise, what it's I do looking at, the gym. at your heart rate.
2: Yep, that's what I do at the gym. I just do other.
0: Was it looking for a higher heart rate than you gave it? Yeah. Interesting.
2: It's looking for a certain heart rate. So if your heart rate does not get to a certain, and I don't know if it's based on your height and weight. I'm not really sure how they do it. But if your heart rate doesn't go to whatever that number should be, you didn't walk. Hmm.
1: Huh. You know, I should set mine for whatever that is, because on my morning and my evening compute, I'd probably hit about 400% of that heart rate. <laughs> <laughs> um, from,
0: from the road rage? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like,
1: you sons yeah. of bitches. I don't, <laughs> you're lucky I don't have my M. run Abrams tank. Are you?
3: And then but if you there- have to- If you have somebody set to receive your heart rate, then that thing will start going off. They'll just put it on their back and use it as a massager because it's vibrating (laughs) so (laughs) hard. Exactly.
2: (laughs) But indoor walk seems to be okay. So uh, at my gym, we have a track. And a lot of times I'll walk on the track. And if that's all I'm going to do the whole time I'm at the gym and I do indoor walk, and if I walk for 30 minutes, I get 30 minutes. That's good. I still
0: wonder how it's counting steps though. I mean, cuz I'm a prior Fitbit user, so I'm so used to like I understand that I've got it on my hip and I know that it's counting the probably the vibration of as I'm walking cuz with with the Fitbit, I've actually taken it and held it in my hand. You know, I've held it like, you know, close to my hip so that I could pull it out and look at it and walked across the house and counted the steps and it was pretty accurate. You know, I could Because count. your arm is swinging Right. So my arm at that time wasn't, you know, I wasn't swinging. I was holding it steady against my hip, like, like it would be clipped to my waistband. And I I counted, I physically counted how many steps I walked and I looked down and I, I checked it. And yes, it was like 17, you know, within a couple of steps or two of that 17 steps that I took. But I have no idea how to test that with the watch because I haven't really, I mean, on the Fitbit, you can look at, you can look at it and you can watch it. If Even if you hold it up, you can watch the number change. Right. I haven't been able to do that with the no, Apple Watch. So you I can not figured. That. So it seems like it's counting your arm movements which doesn't seem very accurate or very correct. I mean, I know that thinking that when I do go out walking and I think, "Oh, right, I'm going to get my Apple Watch, you know, heated up and I'm going to swing my arms and feel like an idiot, but no, but you have to move your arms." And I said that to the advisor the
2: other day. I said one of the other problems that I'm having is that as a knitter, I could be sitting for an hour and starting out maybe 2000 steps on my watch and then at the end of the two, at the end of the hour of knitting I'm at 3500 <laughs> and I didn't do anything I said it's counting my my arm movement yeah. and he said well how do you move your arm <laughs> I said you know cuz he's not familiar <laughs> he's not familiar <laughs> with it and I said I said it's not like playing tennis where your arm is swinging I said think of a painter you know, a painter is just gradually moving their arm as they're painting onto the canvas. I said, it's the same with when you're knitting or crocheting. You're, you are moving your arm, but you're not, like, wailing it. You're just, you know, slight movements. And he said, well, oh, you have no idea what I'm dealing with here. I said, it shouldn't, it's not, it's not large movements. And he goes, no, that shouldn't be counted. If If it's that... If
0: if that's how they're measuring it, then there needs to be a whole other category for teenage boys. I mean, come
3: on. <laughs> well, we're building uh, oh my God! Okay, well, yeah. okay. I don't, don't I don't I have, have the my, Apple watch. Turn the ship. Apple turn Apple. the ship. Yeah. I said am uh, trying. I'm, I've got I got a hold of the wheel here. I'm trying. I'm trying. Melissa, so, like, check i check your don't...
2: watch. I think we're going to see
0: Kevin having a heart attack
3: about now. <laughs> there you go. Like I said, I'm
0: just. Th- I it's to see that you're all alive in the morning when I wake up. I get my little notifications and, you know, little circles are, like, only partially colored in. But, damn it, they're alive. They're alive, damn it. Well,
3: that's why I don't have an Apple Watch. I don't want to neither confirm nor deny the fact that I may be undead. But, uh, like I said, i I've got the pebble and I, you know, same problem. Cause you know, in my line of work janitor, I'm, you know, dust mopping or, you know, swishing the big,
0: on and he's waxing off
3: and yeah. And I'm swishing the big white throne and all that stuff. So, but I carry my phone in my, uh, my, sa- uh, saddle on the, uh, on my hip. And so I was comparing for like Thursday, uh, which was kind of an average day. So according to my, uh, f- my, watch I had about 13,000 steps but then according to I've got the moves app on my uh, phone so that would be recording as I walk I actually had about 9,500 so I kind of go I use the moves if you know if I'm going to do steps I'll probably go with the moves app because that's in my uh, on my hip as I move that would be more accurate than my watch would uh, the watch I use when we have step contests at school. I want to kick somebody's ass, but uh, if I want realistic answers, uh, I'll use the Moves app.
0: I you know, still have time believing that anything is accurate without a stride, uh, like a, a cadence measurement or a stride measurement.
3: Yeah, yeah and, and I, I think, think under
1: that. and I think one of my things that probably m- elevates my uh, move some. It's the fact that I'm typing and you know moving a mouse and it's all on that same hand and you know, that's that's probably accounting for it as I'm working throughout the day too. That's probably
0: So you're not wearing your watch on your non dominant hand?
1: No or are you are I you wear, a righty or lefty? I'm a lefty and I'm wearing it on my left arm.
0: Oh, well that's your dominant hand. Right. So I But saying I'm saying that's what a mouse is.
1: But that's what I'm mousing with. So I'm thinking, you know, as I'm moving through these giant spreadsheets that are, you know, 5,000 columns by 10,000 rows and stuff that I work on at different times, that's – I'm thinking that's part of what's happening, you know.
2: Which is fine for your um, calorie count because you are burning calories, you're moving. And that part I don't have an issue with. It's the actual steps that we're taking. Right. We're not taking that many steps.
3: Yeah. And my Pebble watch doesn't do heart rate, but when I was using my Garmin uh, um, band, that measured heart rate. And I would go more by the heart rate because that'd be a more accurate um, measurement. Because, like I say, I'm swinging my arms around. But uh, if I'm, you know, walking around dust mopping, my height, heart rate's going to go up. Whereas if I'm, you know, on the computer doing something like that, you're, you know, unless depending upon what you're looking at, your heart rate will probably not go up. Um, <laughs> I gotta check a lot of Kevin. Anyway, um, so I my uh, I go by heart rate for you know my the amount of activity that I do as opposed to steps. And like I say too, I'm walking all day, which you know it does count for something. But uh, sometimes it's not always a vigorous walk. But I am up and moving, so I guess it counts for something.
1: Well, I'm guessing that uh, like I say, if it's my heart rate there are a couple times during the day where that's why I get some credit for exercise because I'll get so aggravated about, you know, again, it could be during my commute, you know, or something like that as I shout non-Girl Scout safe words, as Allison (laughs) likes to say at the idiot in front of me or something like that, so...
3: You're having an allergic reaction to stupidity
1: That's it, I I have those frequently, and
3: (laughs) That's why my throat sounds a little weird sometimes, (laughs) I have the same thing it comes out verbally.
1: Yes,
2: Yeah, I'll get a minute of exercise credit for uh, going to the grocery store, going, walking, because I walk fast, I walk fast, so walking from the car to the grocery store, pushing, that's the other thing, I don't get credit, though, for standing in a grocery store, because both my hands are on the shopping cart, so even though I'm zipping up and down the aisle, because my arm is not moving, I don't get a stand credit.
1: You better start doing the shopping cart one-handed, you know.
2: I have done that. I have walked up and down the aisle and swinging one of my arms, thinking, "I hope nobody's watching me." <laughs> I'm, Put
3: I'd like your to be, hand in the air like you, like don't, you don't care. care.
1: <laughs> I'd like to know what my heart rate was the other day when I uh, broke my toe. That would have been a real. That would have been
3: a real kicker. I think it was somewhere in the oh my god territory. Oh, it was
1: like yeah,
3: holy the Jeez.
2: watch. The watch automatically called nine
0: one one.
3: He's dead, Jim. He's dead. Uh,
0: Help! I've fallen and I can't get up.
3: My wife is going. What's like, wrong? Dad, I
0: just don't want
1: to. My wife, what, what's was wrong? I said I broke my damn toe. And then that night, I said, "Oh, I really don't want to take my sock off and look." <laughs> it, but it was, you know, it wasn't so bad. It was a, you know, lovely shade of purple and blue, and you know,
0: I bet it matches my new watch band.
1: Probably does.
0: Probably does. <laughs> I got a really cool new purple watch band that I really like
1: I can't wait to put a sock on and shove it in my dress shoes tomorrow and see how that's gonna go that should
3: be... <laughs> let, me, let me know what time I want to stick my head out the door and see if I can hear your scream <laughs> oh my god that
1: should that should be a royal treat to um, the sock probably won't be too bad but it'll be cramming the sock foot down in my dress shoes with my toe broken like it is so but you know like I said the toes about an eighth of inch an eighth of an inch shorter maybe a little bit more than it used to be so for those who don't know, we were talk. I, we were, it was pre-show. I was talking about this. I broke my toe Friday afternoon evening, um. So, that's that's why it is. I I bent it backwards underneath my foot, my little pinky toe. So, yeah, it hurts. It hurts really bad. But and then I stubbed it again yesterday. So that was a plus.
0: He <laughs> tried to bend it like Beckham, and <laughs> he bent it like
2: Kevin. Can yeah. you can you take your shoe off underneath your desk?
1: Um, Probably could But if it hurts too much to put it on I really don't want to be sitting in my cubicle Going, mother Put <laughs>
2: my shit back on Could you please repeat that
1: Send that via broadcast Message out to the organization
0: Kevin, <laughs> well, I'm sorry Something went wrong
1: We're sorry, uh, Kevin,
3: Ke- we can't let you do that <laughs> uh, Kevin Report to okay. HR <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be. I just gonna walk limp on down to HR. And say, say here I am. Well, Elisa, we will look forward to hearing what your watch woes. I like that watch woes uh, work out to be. And um, if if they ever call you back, record the conversation because I'd like to hear it. I mean, if, they're
2: not gonna call at this point.
1: Oh, uh, that's not good.
2: No, it's not. And I let them know.
1: Okay, well, if you get anything back, let us know, because I think everybody will
3: there,
1: be interested. Well, uh, Elisa okay. had her watch woes.
3: Mike's tickled got, about something. You, Kevin's got your toe woes. <laughs> I got, twos. I got twos. That's it. Thank you. There we go. If anybody's constipated here, we have no-goes. <laughs> there
1: we
3: go. <laughs> you, know, you know what the German word for constipation is, don't you? goo. No, far from pooping. Uh, (laughs) Nicht, nicht kleiner than pooping. There we go.
1: Nicht pooping. I speak a Um, little German.
2: Is that going to be
0: like the poop episode?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, I don't think Tim would be real happy about a poop episode.
0: (laughs) I I literally was behind a car the other day that had a it wasn't a bumper sticker but it was like a wind like a back windshield sticker that said honk if you have to poop. (laughs) Oh, you don't know what it took for me to not honk.
1: You wanted to honk so bad.
0: I really did.
2: I'm really trying like... to hold it in. I Are you was trying really... to scare the shit out of them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see a cattle truck following <laughs> that uh, that car. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Great, <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. All right. So all right, we'll finish with the twos and the woes and everything else. <laughs> But Melissa had some fun this week. You know, last week she told us all about all the kit and stuff that she had ordered. But yeah, then... Get all that. Yes. And I did put in the show notes that if anybody wants to see Melissa's diagram, send her a note. She'll probably share it with you. Mm-hmm. But I did want to say... Melissa then did some more research this week. You want to tell everybody about that?
0: Yeah, it shouldn't take too long. Oh. Um, so I did... You guys were really surprised at, at how much... Uh, the price came in lower or close to the Apple education discount and I thought you know maybe I should just go revisit this because it was months ago and who knows maybe prices have changed or something so I did and I I made sure this time that I was um, going to the education store and I was comparing my notes and everything and Um, So what I should clarify is that, yes, even though my husband works for an educational institution, I wasn't actually logged in to like an account or anything per se. It had been a long, long time, and he's since changed schools several times over. And so there's a way that you can go in and view the Apple Education Store as a guest. And that's what I was doing. So that's where I was getting my, my pricing from. And it was all within the intention that if the pricing was low enough that I would go through the process now, in times past, and this is what I want to talk about, it's it they've changed it. In the times past, you used to be able to uh, set up like an account or something. Like now, now it's all through an Apple ID that they make you create, and uh, or I guess if you have an Apple ID that you use for education. But as many of us know, I mean, we've got our personal Apple IDs, and then maybe we have one for work, and you'd have to have one for education. Um, so it was. I guess it was assuming base that you'd have an Apple ID or not create one. Now he has one, but I didn't want to use his personal Apple ID. So I thought, well, I'll create a work one, and you know, because he hadn't had one prior. Anyway, long story short, come to find out that his school district is registered as an Apple, I guess, recognized school or whatever, but his his particular high school is not. Um, there's several high schools within the district and one of them is, but his is not. Now they have like a vocational technical program where they have apples installed and everything. But, you know, as I talked to him, I said, I showed him what the process was and they were asking me all these kinds of questions. You know, first they walked me through the process of creating an Apple AD. I mean, we're, we're husband and wife, we're we're married. So, I mean, we, we do all this kind of stuff together. It's not like he's like, no, "No, don't, you know, don't do that. I mean, and, like I said in the past, we had used I w- used to work for a school, and so we were able to get you know one of our parents a a laptop this was you know over a decade ago. Um, and we've always used the education discount up until, I'd say the last time we purchased Max, as I'm thinking about this, we didn't because we ended up going through the refurb store to get his. So suffice to say, it's been a long time since I've been through the actual purchasing process. Of the educational store and things have changed it used to be that you could go in um, use just your regular email address and you could submit a you know photocopy or a copy of your your school id you know something proving that you work for an education institution and it's not that way anymore now you actually have to have someone else vouch for you so that's where we got stuck because then i said to him i said well you know he's got a good rapport with his colleagues and whatnot and i said do you think so-and-so, you know, should we bother going through this process? Because in the end, it was really like maybe a $20 difference. The the education price that I looked up again came in like just right around $20 difference, $20 lower. And, um, you know, that's with tax because you have to figure out, you know, punch in your your zip code. And I know, for example, the taxes are higher here than they are out east because the last time when I bought my laptop through the education process we actually ended up shipping because we were going to be there we actually had it shipped out east and the taxes were lower so we saved like another you know 25 40 dollars or whatever it was just on taxes alone and that might mean that might not mean a whole lot to a lot of people but you know nowadays that's the price of a dongle or two (laughs) you know so you're you're looking at all these little ways to save um so now that the process has changed and they have to, you have to get someone, some other kind of managerial position to vouch for you, and then they have to sign in. So it's it's a little bit more complex. It's not as easy as it used to be. And, and also, I mean, I was looking all over, and if, if someone can correct me, please do, because I looked for, then I thought, well, maybe, I mean, my children go to a charter school and I do a lot of volunteering and things like that. And I thought, well, maybe I could use maybe the homeschoolers discount. You know, there used to be a way that you could go in and register yourself as a homeschooler and, and get an education discount. In fact, I have clients who are retired teachers. And I know, I mean, I've been doing this job for quite a while now and within the last decade or so, I remember getting one of them, you know, to sign up and and get their their discount through education because they were a retired teacher. So I just know that there's, there's ways that in the past it used to be a lot easier to get that education discount. And now it just doesn't seem as easy as it used to be. So be on the lookout for that. And that's why I I stick with my guns as far as uh, ordering through B and H photos concerned, because even, even if it had been that we decided to go through the education thing, it wasn't worth it for me to even spend even, even $20 for me, I don't know. I mean, it's not worth it to have to wait and, you know, write out all the paperwork and wait for someone to get back to you and answer, you know, it just, it was such a hassle. And I just thought, you know, for $20, I'm just going to, I'm not even going to bother trying to do this. And for me, I mean, this is purchasing for myself. It wouldn't be like it was last time, where we le- we did legitimately purchase a computer for my husband. This would be for my own business, so you know, ethically speaking, I, I'm I can sleep better at night knowing that I did it all for myself, and I can claim it on my taxes and yada yada yada. So, so I just wanted to put that out there that it's not as easy as it used to be, and it it could just be because of the way it's set up through my husband's district that maybe it's making it that difficult. Maybe there's parameters that that other you know school districts can throw up to prevent. The abuse of it, I, I don't know. I really don't know. But all I know is that it's not as easy as it used to be. And, right. you know, my husband's school is a one-to-one school, and they it's all it's all Windows. So there's not even, like, a real Apple presence except for in the vocational technical section. So well, it listen, really— Do you have an awesome.
2: Apple store by you?
0: I do. I do. We have, like, the little boutique kind of a store. Did you go in just to find out if it's something you could buy? I it's, it's it's one of those things where I only really ever go there when I have to. It's such a hassle. It's always super busy. It's always packed. The last time I was there was for my battery replacement and you know it was like god get me out of here. You know, it's just so I guess I could do that and they probably the problem though is I have been in there in times past and I have talked to people and I tell them what I do and they always try to veer you know steer me into the business account section. They always want to you know get me onto their what do you call it? Their their Apple Consultants Network and all that kind of stuff, and they want want to have me create a business account, but I'm not there yet. I'm small potatoes. I'm not you know certified and all. You know you have to pay a fee to be on their list and all that kind of stuff. I'm not not into that. So,
3: well, because I bought my um, MacBook about be just about six years ago now, I guess. And I use an education discount. Mm-hmm. I may be yeah. a custodian, but I work for the school totally district.
0: totally eligible. You're right.
3: Eligible. And, uh, yeah, and it saved me, um, I forget what it was, a couple hundred bucks, it's I like
0: guess. 10% off, I think it works out to be. But it's, you know, it's not off right. on the tax. And so that's why in the past couple of years, well, in the past decade, I'd say, that I started. And maybe if I, maybe I'm just not remembering, maybe that's what pushed me to go through B&H in the first place. Maybe it was... Maybe something else was required and I I noticed that the prices were that close and I just thought, oh, why bother because I can get it for about the same price. I mean, it was pretty darn close. It's really about the taxes because, yeah, you might get that that great 10% discount on that price, but when it's all said and done and it's time for it to ship it to you, even if you pick it up in the store, you still have to pay the local taxes. And those taxes on that several thousand dollar purchase can be in the hundreds of dollars. And when you're ordering through a store that's not, you know, that's out of state, and you don't have to pay the taxes or the shipping, that's several hundred dollars that you save. So, I just felt that it was it was much more affordable to go that route.
1: Yeah, I I have not used. I'm as far as I know, I guess I'm still eligible for what's called their state and local government discount because I have state and local ID that says I'm a government employee. So I don't know whether that would work or not if I could do that still. Uh, haven't tried it since what did I tell you yesterday? At least I think two thousand eight or something around there. We or maybe nine. I can't remember because um, I didn't fool I with it.
0: It'd Be an interesting experiment. Just go and poke around and see. I mean, I know we get the the government discount through AT and offers it on your cellular plan. It's a nice fifteen percent discount. Again, it's enough to pay the taxes.
1: Yeah, so. I mean, if uh, if all things work out and I end up getting my iPhone seven plus and I may even just go down to the store to pick it up because now they're regularly in stock. The last two weeks, I think, I've been checking. I could, the local, the local, and I say that local, it's still an hour and ten minutes from me to get to the nearest Apple store. Um, I could I could go pick one up, and, you know, if I showed my government ID, I wonder if I would get a discount. So I'll have to check into that if I end up going that route and not ordering it online. But I don't like people, so I tend to t- I tend to order more stuff online, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. Exactly. I don't like having to stand in line. I don't like having to try to prove, you know, this, that, and the other thing. I just, I just rather do it this way.
1: <laughs> well, and parking, and parking's such a pain down at the uh, closest Apple store. Um, just so everybody knows it's the one in Reston, Virginia, and there's, mm-hmm. you know, it's you either have to park in a parking garage and walk a couple, uh, two, what was it three blocks, I think, or something like that, and. I and just-
0: then- your heart rate up high enough that it not
1: count <laughs> well but that's <laughs> that
0: Tyson Corner
1: no not Tyson's Corner that's another one uh, Reston Town Center the International Center is where the closest Apple Store is to me <laughs> so um, and that's where I got my iPad I think yeah that's where my first iPad came from some other stuff has come from there now I did buy my MacBook my black MacBook I did get at the Tyson's Corner store. Which, interestingly enough, was the very first Apple store, retail store to ever open. So, and I didn't know that till after I bought my black MacBook back in 2007, which that was the first new Mac I ever owned. So.
0: Can I ask a silly I, question? Do you, do you guys like to visit Apple stores just so you can kind of check them off, sort of? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I've,
3: I been to, I've been to an Apple store once. Because our closest one is five hours away, so wow. I I really don't have that option. I you know I kind of wish they did. So you know, insert my wine here. I'm one of what three states I think that don't have an Apple Store. So. Um, yeah, I, I wish I could. I wouldn't mind going in there just to, you know check on things and touch the shiny and whatever. So, but no. So if I get anything, I always end up ordering. It. Although I guess I could. Uh, Best Buy in Sioux Falls, which is about two hours away, uh, is an Apple reseller, so I could go down there if I want to you know touch and look at things. But Th-
1: that's what I do. The local Best Buy yeah. here is and has a, like a mini Apple store inside mm-hmm. of it. So when I wanted to play with the uh, the big iPad Pro when it came out. I went in there uh, when I wanted to look at the MacBook that came out, what, a year and a half ago now, or whatever it came. I can't remember. Uh, that's where I went to try that new keyboard with the butterfly switch and all that stuff. So, And that's only 10 or 15 minutes from my house. So that's much. Yeah,
0: I mean, I like to go in and experience it and kind of humble myself, And because a lot of my clients will tell me that, you know, it's just it's just so busy and they can't get anything accomplished. And I totally totally get that because I've been in there, experienced it. And I, like, I just, you know, in ordering this, I did go in, especially, you know, when I, when I had to go in to get my battery replaced, I did, I will, I like the idea that I could go in and touch the new MacBook Pro and, you know, see what it was going to be like. And, you know, kind of experience it firsthand. But other than that, yeah, I'm with you guys. I'd rather just order stuff online. And but I, I do like to go to the big Apple stores. Like I, you know, I like it's like kind of like like Pokemon, collect them all. You know, I I do like to go visit the big ones. And
2: I have my husband take a picture of me. He's just yeah, kind of like, oh, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> when we were in Las Vegas, go, almost ten years ago. Now we went to a, a mall and there was an Apple store, and mm-hmm. I wanted to go in just just to see it. And he's pulling me out. I said, yeah. I don't have room in my suitcase. And right. why would I buy something here when I can buy something at home? It's just the experience. I just want yeah. to look. So mm-hmm. now he's like, he just follow. We were in New York City last year. Like, oh, Apple Store. Just follows me
0: in. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my husband was in the New York City one. He was actually very claustrophobic in that one. He had a hard time. <laughs> I felt bad for him.
1: The Fifth Avenue
0: you go. You do you send down the... Uh, we the, weren't. We were down by, um, oh, what do they call it? The um,
1: Soho. Um, I don't know.
0: it, might, it right? might have been Soho? It was around 14th, I think. I was on the what, is it the Fifth Avenue one that I was at then? The that's one that's near the, the,
2: the, the, the glass, glass one, yeah. We weren't in the glass one. What I can't remember what the what the there the, the used to be railroad tracks up above, and now it's just a walking path. Oh, I can't remember the the A line. I can't remember what they call it. Yeah. The one that you've been to. Not yeah, though. like you go down the steps, and that's where the Apple Store is. But it and might have been so- It might be Soho. No, it's not Grand Central. It might have been Soho. How,
1: How many, many are there in New York? Lots. what five of them, maybe. Yeah. And there was one borough. that they closed, wasn't there? One of the I think really
2: to, re- to reopen.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I know. I was Apple. I was really disappointed a few years ago when I was in Boston. They were just we walked right by said, Apple Store coming soon. I went fudge sticks.
0: Oh. So, you haven't been to the Boylston Street then? Because that one's nice. That had in, the first spiral staircase.
1: In Boston, you mean? Uh-huh. No, On well, Boylston been, Street. Yeah, I haven't been to Boston since 2012? No, 9? Ten, 10, 10. 2010, I was in Boston.
0: Okay, this would have been 2008, I want to say, because Lucian had just started walking recently, and that was like his very first staircase that he ever climbed.
1: Well, the spiral staircases. Although back then it wouldn't have been, we had they mess with having progressive lenses in my glasses.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah, that just
1: that just screws with my <laughs> head. Something. I just take awful. my glasses off. <laughs> well, then I just fall right on down the damn stairs. <laughs> Might as well just throw my, myself.
0: My son just got bifocals, so yeah, I'm watching him having to deal with that. Poor kid. There's seven Apple stores in New York City. Oh, there's 5th
2: wow. Avenue, Soho, Upper West Side, Grand Central Station, Upper East Side, 14th Street, which is the one I was at, okay. the World Trade Center. And then there's one in Williamsburg, section of Brooklyn, and one in Queens. Oh,
0: wow. We'll have Thank to you. fill up our card on that. You well, if you guys are coming out to Macstock in July, we'll have to go to the one in Chicago. We've went already, there. We've already been there. Yep, went there.
1: I'll have I'll bring my wheelchair and you all can push me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey the heart rate's up. We had Edna with us and she had her cast on and there's an elevator in there and everything. It's already accessibility, ready to go.
1: Yep. Or maybe you can just drag me along, I'll just lay on a gurney and you can you and Barry um, um, and <laughs> pull me down the street. <laughs> <laughs> So, other than I'd, fr- I'd be afraid y'all would find a hill someplace, and let's see what happens to Kevin <laughs> down the hill. I would go.
0: <laughs> so. so, I'm still waiting. I did get a notification from Beanage saying that you know there was a delay. Big, big surprise there. So, I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. Kind so yeah. of bummed. <laughs> well, let, well, let us know when
1: it arrives, but uh, that's rather interesting. I
0: do the- I did set up my monitor. I have to let you know. I'm actually on it right now, and uh, it's beautiful. I really enjoy it. I really, really I had no idea how much I missed having an actual workstation, you know, something to sit down at with a keyboard and a mouse and a monitor and and have a nice big screen and all this real estate. It's awesome. so I, I'm using the the monitor in front of me, and then I have my MacBook, my fifteen inch, my MacBook Pro. Off to the right. And so that kind of serves as like a second monitor. I can put the little windows over there and I have a wireless, a Bluetooth wireless keyboard and a wireless mouse, you know, the magic mouse. And I have all the gestures set up the way that I want. And yeah, it's been, it's been really nice.
1: You have to remember, Melissa, and I'm happy for you, but you have to remember, I'm sitting in front of at least three monitors right now. I know.
0: You have, like, the King's Throne version.
1: <laughs> I've got twenty six
0: I was, was a bad for so long, you know. I was sitting in a rocking chair with, like, a hospital tray for a desk. I mean, that's what I was using. Well, I'm you know, really... With a, with a stand.
1: I'm really tempted to buy, like, a 32-inch TV and mount it on the wall up above me, which is... I'm pointing it right in front of me. You guys can't see that. But... And then use that, uh, and and get it on, put it there so I can have another monitor. When I want to show somebody something, I say, oh, here, look. you know?
0: Your office yeah. will, will become a tanning salon.
1: It already is. <laughs> well, it, you know, and I have used my iPad as a fourth screen at times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I I'm a, And the kids go, which one of them is the actual computer? Because, <laughs> you know, I've got the iMac and two external monitors to it. So, yeah, it's I can't help it. I like to work on multiple screens, and it's just the way, and the fact that I keep up with stuff on all three screens boggles my poor wife's mind. She said, how do you do that? I said, well, I, then I break into, how do you do (laughs) that? No, Um, I said, I just, you know, each monitor has its own purpose. It has, I do certain things on the one monitor, and my main focus is on the big monitor in the center and then other stuff that's slightly secondary is on the screen to the right of me so it's just the way my brain unfortunately works or fortunately works well
0: you know. and thinking about that and thinking about when i was i was obsessing over setting up this workstation and still like never 100% there's still things that i look at and i think oh yeah i should move that over there you know i just enjoy tweaking it and and getting it just so just comfortable and in thinking about that, i was I was thinking a lot about how so many people are still complaining about Apple's new releases and, oh, the surface, this and the surface that, and you know how they want the the touchscreen. And I just think to myself, I just can't I just can't wrap my head around that because as I work on things, I can't imagine touching, you know reaching out and wanting to. I mean, I, I know I've seen people do it. I've seen my clients do it by accident, especially when we've just got done having a lesson on the iPhone or the iPad and you kind of want to reach out and touch the screen or, or you just, you know, for a split second there you think I need to touch but for the most part I can't imagine actually consciously wanting to touch the screen for any reason well, as a, a workflow.
1: Well, I, you know, the way my desk is set up here I wouldn't want to do that because it's um, again, my desk is probably not optimal work height for my chair and all that sort of thing. I'm not going to go into all that mess but I think if you have a low work surface, which you're really supposed to, then that might work okay. And I'm, you know, like my work surface at my in my office is much lower where I could conceivably maybe do that, but I still don't think I would want to either.
0: But most workstations, I mean, the majority of them consist of something on top of a desk that you're seated in front of.
1: Yeah, so but... Just- I've
0: just lost as to why people are complaining so much that they want to be able to reach their arm out. Now, I mean, for me, someone who, who lives with fibromyalgia, I mean, my joints are always giving me problems. And even, you know, if I'm just talking to you and I'm reaching my arms out, imagining what would that be like? I mean, my elbows are tired already. I don't want to reach out and touch the screen on a regular basis or have to even hold my hand there long enough to be able to draw something or mark something up. It just doesn't seem natural.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure if I would want to do it all the time. There have been a couple occasions where it would be nice, but it's not something I do
0: why are people bitching? Just because they can?
1: Yes. It's our our freedom. The Constitution guarantees us the right to bitch, bitch, bitch,
3: bitch. (laughs) Well, no. uh, My... Windows computer over here is a touch, 27-inch touchscreen, and there's times that I just reach over and, you know, touch a – like, say, if something pops up, I'll reach over and touch the screen to acknowledge something or make it go away. But um, I can open (laughs) my mouth and I'll set Kevin off. I don't know. Anyway. I better watch oh my, my touch, I guess. But uh, And mine will tilt back, so if I had a tall enough desk, I could tilt it back and stand up and work, uh, you know, looking down on it there if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And and with the new uh, Surface, um, oh, what do they call it? Um,
0: the Surface Pro, or, and then there's a yoga. and I mean, well, my husband has the one that was issued the, to him from school that has the screen that flips around, and he never uses the touchscreen. screen.
3: Well, no, I'm talking like the big one there. I could see with the big resolution, I could see graphic designers or artists or something using something like that because that would be more make more sense to do to put your hand up there and do you know to. Rearrange things, or that like draw or brush or something like that, as opposed to trying to use a mouse. It would seem more natural to do it that way. As I'm waving yeah, but that's camera. what you
0: have a Wacom tablet or you know a tablet for. I mean, I've always because well, I, cause I am done. in that business. I mean, at right. least that's where my training comes from, is in graphic but, design. And
3: but no, uh, I got my Surface tablet, and I like that because I can flip the keyboard back and I can use it as a tablet. I mean, I at least have the option. And I, you know, if you know, I guess it's just going to be one of those things that people are either going to like that idea or not. It, mm-hmm. it bugs me that if you want the same sort of experience that you want with a Surface tablet, you, you have to get a MacBook Air and an iPad, which makes more money for Apple. I just want, and I realize it's going to be a compromise, but for me, it, the compromise is perfectly fine. I can use it as a keyboard or as a laptop, then flip it around, and I can use it as a uh, a uh, tablet if I wish to. Um and I like that. You know, that's why I prefer my uh, my surface over. I may have my MacBook is sitting back there collecting dust because I just don't take it anywhere anymore. I'd rather use my Surface, just because mm-hmm. it's a better device for me to use.
0: Yeah, I'd rather use my Mac with a tap, with a Wacom, you know, or some kind of stylus and pen and pad input. It's just maybe I'm just old school, and that's just what I'm used to.
1: Yeah, it, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, my iPad, it seems completely natural to me to touch it. But, again, different experience. It's close to your body, your, your, the <laughs> way you're using it. And plus, I use it so much, especially if I'm sitting upstairs in the recliner. And now I'm drooling on myself. Um, I,
0: and there's that. Then you're yeah. drooling on the screen. <laughs> <Yeah. and laughs>
1: yeah. Don't need to get that all over the place. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, that seems natural. But, yeah, reaching out. I mean, if I was at a standing desk, Like, I think when they talked about the surface, you know, like somebody doing, um, for lack of a better way to say it, maybe drafting work, like I used to do, where Mm -hmm. you'd stand up Mm -hmm. and work over a drafting table or a drawing table. That would work for me, I think, in that case. Mm -hmm. But different, whole different workflow than what I'm doing now, where the keyboard... I think
0: it depends on the positioning of your workstation and and how you're most comfortable and what's ergonomic for you isn't going to be ergonomic for someone else. I mean, there's standards for ergonomic design, but i just think it really depends and i I just it's just all of the bitching about it it just doesn't seem warranted for for how often or how you know or the opposite for the for the amount of time that you would actually cross the midline like that that you would actually cross out and touch your screen it just doesn't seem justified that everybody's bitching that apple didn't come up with that oh we got the touch bar and we didn't get the touch screen and it's no it's not good enough and yeah. Honestly, and you know, I'm still I, until it comes, I, I just I just can't envision the Touch Bar in the workflow just yet, and especially like how I have it set up. Once I get that, I'm going to have to figure out because I mean I have right now as it is, I just have the laptop off to the side. You know, it's propped up on a a little stand, and but I'm using external an external keyboard and an external mouse with it, and it's really just as a you know a second screen. I'm not using the actual keyboard on it or the trackpad for that matter.
1: Well, it be um, yeah. it will be interesting to see if, uh, and I don't want to spend too much time on this, if Apple comes out with a Bluetooth keyboard that has the Touch Bar, you know, where I could use it with my yes. iMac.
0: That will definitely be interesting, and yeah,
1: we'll see how the that goes. is
0: not here yet. So
1: the last thing I wanted to hit on this week, um, for, for I wanted to go through and talk about, you know, we're we're slightly geeky, we'll say we're slightly geeky, and this is going to devolve very quickly, but. Um, I what I did was came up with an idea since Sissel Air before Christmas for the uh uh stocking stuffers and I gave the group a price limit of thirty dollars for stocking stuffers, and it has to actually fit in the stocking. You know, it just can't be anything just on thirty dollars or less. And I'm gonna start out because I have a feeling when we get to a couple of these picks, we're just gonna go <laughs> In a whole other situation. Down the hole, possibly.
0: (laughs) Down the drain.
1: Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it yet. So my my first pick was something. Spoiled it? Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Uh, The uh, something that takes me back to my childhood. The you know you talk about handheld gaming. We all play games on our phones and our tablets and all that. Well, I I wasn't aware you
0: ever left your childhood.
1: Well, physically, I did. (laughs) <laughs> Only. Um, mentally, no, never happening. I remember back to the very first electronic handheld game, and I say electronic, not the very first handheld game, but the very first electronic handheld game I ever had was Mattel's Electronic Football. And folks, this was state of the art. You had a bunch of little dashes on the screen, or hyphens is what they actually looked like, and you had to run your thumbs to move it up and down and down the screen. I'll put the link in the show notes for people that have never seen one. And what made me think of this is I was recently in Walmart looking. I was going down the toy aisle, and there they had they've reissued them. Um, They're slight the the keyboard. It has a mute button on it, which the ones we had in my day didn't have it. Um, But it does have the keys are almost the same. But um, yeah, the. uh, It was it was it was quite a fun little thing to play with. I do remember getting it for Christmas, and you know I played and played and played, and then my older sibling got a hold of it, and I didn't get it back for two days. Uh, <laughs> you know it, that was not uncommon in my house because there was a large gap between me and my older brother. He was 14 years older than I am. Mike knows what I'm talking about. Uh, so you know they would think something was cool. And say, oh, let me play with it, Kevin. Like, can I have it back? No, I'm still testing it out for you. Like. Can I have it back? No, I'm still testing it out. For... You've tested it enough. You're on the third battery testing. Let me have the damn thing back.
0: So Yeah, sorry. I'm on the other end of that. I am the older sister.
1: Yeah, no, I was... <laughs> so it's, it, it's a good price. I think they're $18. Uh, and if you still order, you can still get it here in time for the old geek in your life and stuff his stocking with it. So I will uh, I will defer now because I'm afraid of what's going to happen I don't even know where to go. I guess I'm just going to pass it to Elisa and get it over with. <laughs>
2: yeah. How did I know? Yeah. Rip it off. This is for Kevin and Mike. It's twenty nine ninety five. It You can spend less. This is a 16-ounce bottle. You can spend a lot less if you choose to. But for Kevin and Mike, we're going to go with a 16-ounce bottle. And this is called...
1: That only covers one application. <laughs>
2: Well, according to this, it says 800 Yes, up to 800 applications I don't believe that for a minute It is called Pooh pourri before you go toilet spray I'm trying not to laugh <laughs> Now on the back of it There's a little poem There once was a lad from Rhone Whose odor he'd rather disown Now he's taming his poo by anointing <laughs> By anointing the loo And now happily sits on the throne oh. So there's even poetry
0: Yes. But you, you have to read it like the like the lady does. There once was a lad from noon. <laughs> now, if you're
2: We're a little, little unsure it. of how it works, if you scroll down, this is on Amazon. If you scroll down a little bit, it shows you how it works. First, you spritz it. Then you poo. Those are the directions. There's a scent guide.
1: Yes, talk so about the scents. There's fresh sense. and
2: clean. There's floral. There's fruity. And there's masculine and earthy. Holiday. There's Santa Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: god, here she goes.
2: There's, there's a, a little bit of badge. <laughs> there's floral, scents. Now, if you want spring flowers, you would pick Daisy Dew. <laughs> if you want rose, jasmine, and citrus, you'll choose Shittin' Pretty. <laughs> if you want mandarin, tangerine, and lily, there's Party Pooper. If you want Uh, Neroli, Sandalwood, and sea salt. you'll go with Heavy Duty That sounds like hippie poo (laughs) If you want Orange and Lemon you go with Nature's Call (laughs) There's also an FAQ Oh lord Uh, If you
1: got in trouble last week with the sleep thing for the FAQ now
2: (laughs) (laughs) And let's see There are questions and answers There are reviews Works great um, the videos. You have to yeah. watch the commercials. Personally, I can't stand my own stink. This stuff does a great job of ridding the bathroom of just that.
0: <gasps> oh, my um,
2: God.
1: Well, I, oh. the, Folks, there is some science to this. Basically, what this does is it forms a uh, vapor barrier, or a uh, an impermeable barrier between the water and, uh, and you, because that's where the smell comes up through the water and out. So, Theoretically, the, it's an oily substance, and it puts an oil barrier so the smell doesn't come up. Now, all bets are off if you get a floater, folks. I I can't <laughs> say that it's, you know, I don't know <laughs> that it's going to still help you there. But yeah, it could it could be interesting. But I there's a commercial for this. There's a couple of them on YouTube. If I can find them, I'll link them in the show it's notes. Hilarious.
0: Be- Which ones have you guys seen? Because I'm wondering, have you guys seen the one where she goes to the dinner to meet the the boy's family and? They have a, uh, a bathroom that's right off the dining room.
1: I see. I like a Thanksgiving
0: meal or something like that.
1: I don't remember if it's that one. I know there's something about a date on one of the ones that I've seen. So, And immediately I thought She's of George like Costanza.
0: mother in comes out with the flashlight. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: bad. Well, we can't hear you, Elisa. You're talking, but you're not being heard. She's just... you
2: my mic. I muted my mic because I was watching the video. It's right on the Amazon. Oh, okay. There's a the there? video
0: right on the the Amazon page because I wonder if they if they load up a bunch and then they just randomly put them up there all I know is that the the commercials for these are hilarious and sometimes they'll come through as you're clicking through to different videos on YouTube and you know how when you're on YouTube and you want to get to your video and you're like oh my god is the three seconds up let me just click through it but when these come up, I watch the whole damn thing.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, you you have to watch these. They're these
0: just are long These aren't the ones that are just you know a, a, you click through you know it's a minute. No, they're like you know two and three minutes long commercials, and they're worth every second of it. I just love them.
1: Oh yeah, they're they're classics in in and of themselves. So, so yeah, so so uh, we thank you, Elisa, for worrying about Mike and I, so you can <laughs> anoint us with our poopery. Yeah, you know, it's just. It's great. So we'll get Mike. We'll, we'll hose it down. We'll hose Mike down first with it and see what happens.
2: Oh God! I saw it and said, "Yep,
0: this is it." Oh, <laughs> terrific pick. <laughs> what?
1: All right, Michael. What do you have for us to stuff in your stockings?
3: Well, certainly nothing that interesting. But if you want to keep track of things where you go, um, I have this. Uh, It's the, uh, i got to bring up the page here. It's the uh, Tracker Bravo. It's a key tracker. So if you're one of these people that you mislay your phone or you mislay your keys or something like this, you put it on there. It's a little Bluetooth device. Um, A single one is $30. But uh, so if you are, you know, uh, one of these people you walk off and leave your car keys. You have this on there, and if you get so far away, your phone will start to ring. Or I think you can put one of these uh, like in your pocket and key it to your phone, so if you walk too far away from your phone, the chip will actually uh, vibrate or make a noise or something to let you know that you uh, left your phone. But if, you're, you, know, if you put things down and you can't remember where you put it, you can just use one of these things and just activate it and find out where you left it.
1: So it's a, so it's a cure for people that have CRS.
3: Yeah, I can't remember stuff.
1: Yeah, well, stuff, whatever, what do you want to say?
3: Well, actually, it's stuff. 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 Yes. Stuff
1: uh, That's actually a good idea. That's similar to the, what's the other thing? There's another one of those out a there. Tile. Tile, a tile. Right? tile. Thank you. Yeah, yeah wow. the tiles out there. I thought about getting that and putting it on me so people can find me when I wander off in the mall or something like that. Or...
2: But do they really want to?
1: <laughs> Not usually. Well, just. I, add- my son probably does. The rest of the women in my house, nah, they're okay if I just wander Only off. Only
2: if they need a ride home.
1: No, they know how much life insurance I've got. They're okay with <laughs> if I just wander off into the woods and nature takes
3: its course. So.
0: Mike, have you compared this to the tile? Do you know what the differences might be?
3: Uh, not really. I kind of came across it and went, hey, that's kind of cool. And I know the tile is out there. Um, and I've looked at it. I don't know. I think they're fairly similar. I don't know if there's a lot of difference right off hand. Um, well does so, this one
1: have the mesh network where if other people that are using it are around, you know, uh, the, it
0: says crowd GPS when that, your device is you, range, yep. yeah, and another user comes within range of your device. But do they have to be another user of this particular product that I wonder?
1: I'm thinking um, yes because that's the way the tile works. Yeah,
3: probably so.
0: Um be interesting to compare the two and see which one's more popular and would have a bigger mesh network, I guess.
3: Well, and I should get something like that for my wife. Cause she's always forgetting her phone or her purse or her shopping list or something. So I should, cause you can buy them and they got like, you can get an eight pack. Uh, that only runs $149, but, um, you get an eight pack of these things. So I'll just have one implanted under her skin and then one on her phone and one in her purse. And, <laughs> <laughs> Wah, wah. Yeah, okay. I'm just picturing that one, but
0: well, they must I, be popular because they're you know out of stock and coming soon and only 12 left. Hurry up! And so maybe they're pretty popular, make yeah. a really good stocking stuffer, anyway. Yeah, they would. Oh, yeah, sounds very. Good. I have to say that I've been using the Apple Watch to find my phone more and more <laughs> because I've actually been starting to set my phone down,
1: yeah, as, that's,
0: a, as a consequence, you know, yeah, what i just, side effect.
1: When I discovered that feature, my family went, oh, crap.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But it only only dings once, though. It doesn't repeatedly go off for the two minutes until you locate your phone, like, if you've done it from the computer. It's just a once-and-done thing. So you have to constantly keep tapping it and tapping it and...
1: Well, that's what I do. So I mean,
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs>
0: if, right. You know,
1: I'm upstairs, and I'm and my phone uh-huh. might be laying down here on my desk. going, hey, have you got my phone yet? They like,
0: get his <laughs> <get laughs> <Dad's laughs> damn
1: phone. Get his phone. Get his phone. So he'll stop doing that. <laughs> uh,
0: that's funny.
1: So yeah, that's 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 the way it worked out. So Melissa, after after we've had poop
0: and finding our
1: poop. You know, we can track it as it goes through the sewer system with Mike's pick. <laughs> what do you have for us to stuff it? Well, I guess,
0: I guess I'll guess i just have to, to keep it all related. I'll have to go with my first pick, which was the Lego mug. This is an actual mug that you can plug Legos on. So you could put your uh, Metamucil in it and whatever it is that you need to mm-hmm. help out with the plumbing.
1: <laughs> and we've gone full circle. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Well, the circle goes one way in this hemisphere, and in Mark's hemisphere, it goes the other <laughs> way. You circled sure. the drain. We are circling the drain. That's, that's right, because <laughs> I, I have a PhD of pipes, holes, and drains. That's what my PhD <laughs> is.
3: Piled higher and deeper, but okay, yeah, that would be uh, me.
0: Push hey, your dummy. Yeah,
3: yeah that's, I don't put that
1: on my back, because they'll push me off the top of the building or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't want it. The mug, I've seen the mug before where you can add stuff to it and build structures out off the side of it.
0: Now it does say that it is uh microwave safe, but it's not dishwasher friendly. You have to hand wash it. And that's a good thing because could you imagine okay, I mean that was not microwave safe. No, it's not. I thought it no. said it is. Oh, maybe it's micro. Maybe it's dishwasher safe. But I was thinking to myself that it shouldn't be dishwasher safe because can you imagine finding all those little Legos in your damn washer? No, nope. nope. enough on
2: them. No, it's hand wash only.
0: Not microwave safe, wash. but you can use for hot coffee. Hot coffee, yeah. So it's really, it really is kind of a novelty thing. I mean, personally, I probably wouldn't put anything drinkable in it. I'd probably put pencils and pens. <laughs> exactly, and like exactly. I would. That's yeah. exactly.
1: Well, it's like I'd my, be too
0: afraid of it
2: like a piece falling off and a choking hazard yeah yeah.
1: I'd be afraid of swallowing the lego and what would happen when I had to pass the <laughs> lego
2: at which time
0: <laughs> you which would use, use the potpourri. Yeah,
1: use, use the povary <laughs> it, it smelled
0: good when you went to fish it out <laughs> yeah.
1: oh dear lord I, why did I say anything
0: <laughs> because you have to because yeah. you love us
1: <laughs> this is true
2: you put your foot in it
1: I like, try not to. Yes, That's really bad.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'll, I have another pick. And, you know, this is going to be a shock, I think, to to everybody out there, this next pick that I have. it's a, I, I, I believe it's utter dismay, I think. Uh, I'm hoping Elisa, Mike, and Melissa don't pass out from this.
2: I already did when I saw it in the original show. I,
1: yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize for that. But I found, believe it or not, a USB 128 gig thumb drive for just uh, $13. So I mean, you know, and this is one I actually have. Matter of fact, I yes, no, this is the SanDisk one, the PNY has gone into use now. So I do.
0: It's up, it's up to $19.99 now. So oh, it's gone more. up
1: to 19. Okay, well, yeah. I'll have to get three of them then. But they heard you. <laughs> they heard. Yeah, they heard I was my bag of thumb drives was getting low. My wife the other day said, do you have a thumb drive I can borrow? I went, really? (laughs) Have we met? Really? (laughs) I mean, there's about 10 of them laying scattered across my desk for various purposes. There's a whole sandwich bag full of them in here, and I have one I carry around my neck every day. Do I have a thumb drive? You know, and I have two or three still in the package here, so yeah. But this is cool. 128 gigs is nice. I mean, Elise and I both bought the 256 gig when they were on sale at Best Buy. And mm-hmm. I'm going to swap one of my 128s for the 256 because I have to. I have to carry that much storage with me at all points in time. So, you know, it's just the way it is. But, yeah, this is a good buy if it's up to 19.99. so it's gone up a little bit. Um, and there's also a USB 3.0 version for those people that need that blazing fast lightning speed. Um, you can get a USB 3.0 version of it. So that's that's my other pick for the stocking well, stuff. Where's the USB-C? <laughs> Um, that's coming, actually. So uh, just be patient. Don't don't get ahead of yourself, Melissa.
0: No, I need to get it my. I, I, I want it ready when I when my baby comes. <laughs> okay,
1: well I'll, I'll it's call. Like, I, it's
0: like I'm preparing the nursery.
1: <laughs> I'll call PNY and say, "Hey, we've got a person here that needs a USB C thumb drive. Please hurry the hey. hell up." So, all right, Miss Miss Paselli, what do you have for us?
2: Okay, this is serious, but it seems like it changed a little bit. Um, from when I put it on the notes. This is a... If your
1: changes, you should go to the doctor.
2: That's true. This is on Amazon, and they changed it to an add-on item, but it wasn't like this yesterday. So this is... Um, if you don't have Amazon Prime, or sometimes even if you do, if you have... They'll only let you buy certain items as an add-on with other purchases. This is uh, 2 dollars Stanley four-in-one pocket screwdriver and this I thought would be something good for uh, if you have a college student that they can have in the room because sometimes things fall apart but it is a screwdriver that has um, ends up you know both ends have a a screwdriver so you have two double-ended bits in five and five five thirty seconds of an inch one-eighth of an inch a zero point and a one point so it says it's good for toy assembly, battery compartments, eyeglasses, electronics, things like that. And I have
0: a screwdriver like this, and I use it all the time. Yeah, I do too. I was gonna say we keep one around. I love being able to flip them out and interchange them. It's interesting from what you're seeing and what I'm seeing because I just clicked on it and it says it's it's a really weird price point. It's six fifty three, in free shipping, and it's not an add on.
2: Are you signed? <clears throat> do you have Amazon Prime? No, that's that, probably that's why. Because I'm okay. I have Amazon Prime.
3: Yeah, but I, I'm signed in, and it still says 653.
2: Yeah, mine says 299. No, it's 10 an add-on.
3: It's $3, not 6
0: <laughs> But I'm, I'm weird. Up. I wonder why that is.
1: No, I'm, it's I'm, an, time, I'm an Amazon
0: associate. Does that have anything to do with it? I wonder. Wait I a minute.
1: People associate with you, Melissa?
0: I know, right? <laughs> but either way, it's less than $7. Cheers. Yeah. hmm Right. It's still I think it's, it's a really great stocking stuffer. Yeah. So
2: I think for I think the ideal person would be a college student or maybe even someone who's just moving into an apartment but doesn't have room or doesn't want a big tool set. It's really important to have something like this. I mean, you, you know how it is. Uh, your cabinet, the screws come a little bit loose in your cabinet. You, you know, tighten that up. Your eyeglasses, I've done that before. You tighten it right up. Uh, you have to remove a battery compartment on some sort of a device. Okay, so that's
0: why it's the perfect stocking stuffer, stuffer for, especially with, you know, parents who have kids who like the little toys that you always yep. have to, daddy, daddy, put the batteries in and you got to take it apart with the screwdriver. And where's the screwdriver? And
3: yeah. <laughs> or, or even a janitor that has his tool belt and he needs something. Every once in a while, a kid has a loose screw on his uh, uh, glasses or something or, um, and they this takes this what you know kind of what you call the standard size bits. I'd almost uh, look to see if I could find a bit that would go in there. Uh, I assume storage must be in the handle. I'd have one. Mm-hmm. It's a really small hex head that we use to take the covers off our thermostats at the school. And I would have one in there because we got a special screwdriver. It's a really small hex head that goes in there. If I could find the bit that would go in there, so I wouldn't have to carry or go have to go get that little screwdriver because we keep it in the office because it's it's small. It's like a little. You yeah, that's one you can't lose. No, and so I, if I could just have a bit, I could put in there. Yes, Kevin?
1: I was going to say, put one of your little tag thing, your tracker things, on your little screwdriver. <laughs> yeah,
3: there you go. <laughs> mm, I like to put it on the kids. I, I, I've thought about putting RFI chips in all the kids just so I can track them and then have readers on all the toilets so that, you know, I see that you used uh, the facility and you did <laughs> not flush. Let's have a talk. <laughs>
2: Nor did you use your poo yeah, That's right. <laughs> you
3: know.
1: We feel you have exceeded your daily poo limit. Please refrain from pooping you anymore. You need
3: more fiber, yeah. child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you do not want to peer into the mind of a janitor. It's a scary thing.
1: Yeah, or somebody that's been in sanitary sewers as big as yeah. uh, as tall as I am. So anyway, we'll move on past that.
0: So, um, uh, I've changed diapers, so yeah. not a lot of stuff scares me.
1: Hey, let's put it this way. When you've had twins... And you got it coming out both ends at mm-hmm. the same time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Been there and done
0: Fidgetism. that.
1: <laughs> yes, it's all hands, to, all hands on deck, and trying to hold it, hold back the flow. But anyway, so we'll move on. So Melissa, what would be your next pick then?
0: My next pick, and I won't spend a whole lot of time on it because I've talked about it at length before. Would be the Fidget Cube. Because they're, it seems like they're now becoming available in other outlets besides just the Kickstarter. If you're familiar with this from before, the Fidget Cube, it's this really cool little – it's a Fidget Cube. I mean, it's, it's a cube. It's got a bunch of little buttons and uh, switches and things that you can flick on and off. And it's, it's something for fidgeters. And um, it was a really hot Kickstarter. It went over, well above its its funding goal and way and far on beyond that. I think last time I looked, I, what they were at like $3 million or something like that. But I was delighted because if you remember last week's show, my pick was Wish.com. And as I was trolling through kind of window shopping on Wish.com, I came across it. And now they have them available there as well for a really reduced price. So, I mean, now you can get them for, you know, 8 or $10 with, with shipping. So, I just I want to go grab a whole bunch of them now
1: yeah I was as you were saying that it reminded me of something I got a few years ago in my Christmas stocking. It was like a keychain and it looked kind of like a lego, but you kept pushing the buttons. it was called a button popper and every, oh. and it was like popping bubble wrap,
0: yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: this thing was really cool. So I sat there and played with it for eons, and I can't find it right now. Uh,
0: well, but th- that's the reason. Yeah, I know that I, I ordered a couple for my kids, but it, it'll just be a matter of time before they get lost. And I started thinking about <laughs> replacements already.
1: Well, uh, either that or you get some of Mike's tiles, and then you're... Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, this would be a good thing to put one of those on.
1: Yeah, there you go. See, you, you can tile it up, and then you'd be <laughs> uh, ready to rock and roll
0: well, you got to figure out which which surface are you going to sacrifice for the tile, though.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that would be the tough part.
0: Mm.
1: All right. So for my last stocking stuffer, and Elisa and I kind of duplicated here a little bit. Um, she went for the small thing. Being a guy, of course, I had to go for the bigger one. Um, I picked the Anchor portable charger for the can- uh, candy. They call it candy bar size, um, just because you can never have enough extra juice laying around when you're out and about and and want to use it because, you know, we occasionally have power outages around here and my God, if some of the devices around here die, that my family just, my kids will just lose their shit. Um, I don't know a better way to say it. So I have, uh, so I keep a lot of these around. Um, I actually want to get a bigger one for myself than this. This one's 4,500. I believe it is 4,500 watt hour or, milliamps not watt hours god i'm thinking different things here uh but it's nice and it's it's relatively cheap so um i think it's a good idea to have these types of things around especially if you're not around outlets a lot during the day and some people aren't i am but you know some people aren't so
3: well yeah and i have one i have a bigger one than that i think i have a 10000 and i think i got a i got a couple of them because it takes a while for them to charge up and if when i'm walking around i don't my phone gets low by the end of the day because i'm listening to podcasts music audiobooks whatever and so there's been days when i've worked 8 hours it's getting down to 20 to 15% on my phone so i have a little um battery pack i keep in my my saddle bag over there and i and i bought these 6 inch uh, charging cables uh, i've got a bunch for um the is it the mini USB micro micro USB, I guess the micro USB. And then I've got some for, um, uh lightning ports too but they're six inch ones so i just keep that in in there and then i can go from one pouch to my outside pouch where i have my uh phone in and i just put it in there and it can charge while it's in there and i can still keep listening to my uh podcasts and stuff while it's charging and so i'll do that once in a while and i've only got this like say six inch cord there i don't have this big cord dangling to get caught on things and so that works out pretty well for the weird way i do things
0: yeah, these are a necessity as soon as Pokemon Go came out.
3: <laughs> the yeah.
0: uh the sales on these must have been through the roof because I went out and bought a couple for ourselves too because it just drains it just murders your battery. So yeah, these are a necessity when you've got kids who like to play Pokemon and other other battery hogging apps.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're a great buy. So Elisa, since I stole part of your thunder. Mhm. Yeah, go. the
2: one that I chose was the Anchor Power Car Mini. It's a 3350 uh, 3, uh, milliamp. It's called a lipstick-style charger. And what's nice about it is it's very small. It's not going to give you a whole lot of power, but it will charge your battery. Let's see. It says it will do an iPhone success at 130% and an iPhone success plus at 70%. So it's just enough to get you home while yeah. you're on the road. Uh, you just need a little bit until you can get yourself to an outlet and uh it's twelve ninety nine right now it's usually forty dollars
1: yeah they're and anchor makes good stuff that's why I chose anchor and I know that's why you chose it because um, they make quality uh products, so they're good. I have a couple of these they're not they're not anchor I forget what they are, but I've used them all the time when i'm not or especially sometimes when i'm I've used them to charge the remote on my apple t v because it's a great way to charge it. Cause then I don't have to try to fish a cord out in the living room and I can just take that out there to charge the Apple remote up in a heartbeat. So they're great to have. Excuse me. I, I drank fizzy water. Now I'm trying not to burp on the microphone. <laughs> oh dear. All right. So Michael, what do you have for your last pick?
3: Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> I got, um, I'm trying to decide which one to go with, I guess for the, since we're kind of uh, geeks here, I came across this one. Um, it's the iFixit Electronic Toolkit, <clears throat> excuse me, 20 bucks, and it's got most of the things in there that you're going to need if you're going to uh, work on a, let's say, do a, I could have used this, uh, even though I have a bunch of these tools, for when I put the um, SSD in my MacBook, or I think it's got the stuff you might need to work on an iPhone um I don't see a suction cup for popping things up, but I do see a spudger and a, a pry bar, and it's got a bunch of different bits in there. Uh, it's got a pick for, um, you know, helping separate things or keep things open. So it's a, a, it's the basic one. It's not going to have the most uh, stuff in it, but it's got, uh, uh, looks like different torque bits and slotted bits and Phillips and a couple. Uh, uh, it's even got some of the, and that annoys the crap out of me. Some Torx bits have the security dimple in the middle, so you can only use uh, uh, Torx bits that's got a little hole in it that'll, for the dimple to fit down in there. So I see it's got a, a few of those in there for those people, uh, those companies that have to annoy you by doing that kind of nonsense. But uh, it's a basic uh, thing for anybody who's going to do a little uh, uh, work on their devices.
1: Yeah, they're always handy to have those. I know there are a couple <laughs> kits like that they have that have the little uh, they have the little suction cups for pulling screens and all that sort of thing. So, iFixit has a lot of cool stuff. Even if you never use it, it's just really cool. I mean,
0: Hell, I just used to live off of their, their instruction manuals to take stuff mm. apart.
1: Yeah, yeah, really. That's what I used in my most recent adventure and then I broke something and I had to send it to Jody to fix, but that's beside the point. <laughs> Cause my fingers did not fit that little teeny cable I am. But anyway, so uh, what do you have for your final pick there, Melissa?
0: I'm going to go with, we, we touched on this a little bit last time, um, I'm going to go with an uh, Apple Watch band. And I think we may have the same one, or if not this, the same band, right? Uh, Kevin, you got the Milanese loop there?
1: Yep, that's what I've got. Nice $10 I one really, from Amazon.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like nine ninety nine. I mean, I mean, do you have the 48-inch or do you have the 38-inch? I
1: have a uh, mine's, mine's a 38 millimeter watch.
0: Okay, so then we do have, probably have the, the exact same band. So I got it. I, you know, wasn't, I didn't have huge high expectations for it, but man, it's it's a really nice band. It really closes really nicely. I have a, a hard time trying to get it on because a couple, the first couple times I put it on upside down, I was like, oh, I don't think that's the way it goes. <laughs> But uh, once I got it on there, it's it's really nice. I, I had said before, and I may have figured out a way around it. I have a sensitivity to metals, so I have a hard time wearing stuff like this against my skin for a long period of time. But I actually found uh, you know, some user and some moisturizer that I could put on as kind of like a barrier between there, and I was able to wear it for several hours without breaking out. So I did find a way to to make it work, and I really like it. It's very comfortable. Um, you know, just kind of it takes that up, but a notch as far as dressiness goes. And because most of the time I have my my more colorful bands, I have my nice bright, bright electric purple, or um, you know, different shades I like. But this one makes it look more like a piece of jewelry, I think.
1: Yeah, so. the, the only downside I've found to it, and it's happened a couple of times, I've been at work and leaned over against the filing cabinet at work, and clink, it sticks to the filing cabinet.
0: Oh, <laughs> interesting. Okay, yeah, I haven't experienced that yet.
1: And the runner, <laughs> on my desk here, I have a keyboard tray, and every once in a while where I'll move my arm, it'll stick to the runners on the side of the keyboard tray. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh-huh,
0: okay. I mean, it's not yep.
1: so strong right. that you can't move your arm, but it's like, ah, well. Right. Yeah, like got you there. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, so this, you know, for for the people who you know have Apple watches in your life, if they don't have this band already, this would be a really nice stocking stuff for.
1: Yes, it would. And they have there's all. It comes in multiple colors. I have the, I don't know what color they call it. Silver. I'm going to call it a gray. But they have a black. They have a gold. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, they have all kinds of different colors. Rose gold. Yeah. So yeah, you mm-hmm. can you can go out and go nuts with these things if you want to, folks.
0: Yeah, well, for under ten bucks. I mean, you know. yeah.
1: What do you, what can you lose? Well, folks, I think that's going to wrap us up for this week.
0: Oh, I got one more.
2: I got Uh-oh. one more. I Got to tell you about real quick.
1: Uh, okay. Real quick. This, is, this,
2: this was something that I used to play with as a kid, and you probably all did too. And it's a slinky. Hey, slinky, slinky, slinky. Five dollars on Amazon. Really? Cool. Yeah. I used to love going up and you know, down the steps.
1: Is it? a oh, Is yeah. it one of the real metal ones, or is it one of the plastic ones?
2: This one it looks like it's metal. Yep, made yep. of metal. Now the reviews are saying it's not as long as the original ones were. So <laughs> they've made little mini ones since then because my kids. Oh, Kevin, Kevin, is
1: Kevin!
0: Is obs- <laughs> my oldest is obsessed. Yes, they with
2: do, the do have the they do have the smaller ones. That I think are made of plastic.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but yeah, I remember, suck. you know, <laughs> taking them. You know, you go to the top of the stairs and you just throw it and just boom, 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 boom down each step, which I thought yeah, was the, so cool. Plastic ones
0: don't. Climb or they don't go down no. the steps now. No, metal they ones. don't. But they're it's... beautiful and they're pretty. But out here in Arizona, plastic gets murdered really quickly. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, no. But the uh, metal
2: ones, I, I remember even with my kids, they would get twisted and you could never it's... untwist them and get them to work again. Yep. But I mean, mm-hmm. for $5, if the kids get a couple hours of fun out of it.
0: Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Little stocking stuffer.
1: The, they are really pretty cool. They, uh, I actually got one for <laughs> my wife, probably about four or five years ago and i found it at staples they were selling because staples will have odd little stuff like that once mm-hmm. in a while and i got it put her side she was you know she was thrilled by it It was the metal it was not the plastic
3: because right.
1: my kids had only ever seen the plastic one and now we have to watch it because they're taking it down and they're playing with it and they leave it lay around and i said don't mess that thing up it was hard to find dad yeah. may not <laughs> be able to find another one so but it's good to see that they're becoming more readily available so yes, that's a good that's a good way to round out the show, Elisa. So that you you we we now have that that song in our heads, Slinky slinky, uh-huh. slinky. What a wonderful toy, yep. fun for a girl and a boy. Yeah, fun everyone for a knows a it's for Slinky Slinky. slinky. <laughs> oh great, now that that's, Mike's going to be dreaming that with me hovering above him as <laughs> I. Oh
0: <How I>, do <laughs> you? <laughs> <laughs> I've Better. still got let your love <laughs> go. <Goof. Goof. laughs>
1: All right, with that, folks, we will wind it up. I do want to, uh, I'll start with, let's see, we'll, we'll start with Melissa this time. If anybody cares about where your poopery <laughs> is, can you tell them where they can find you?
0: <laughs> on, on the Googles. <laughs> uh, just Google the Mac mommy. It's all one word, no spaces, T-H-E-M-A-C-M-O-M-M-Y, and you should find me somewhere.
1: She's very prolific as the Mac mommy. Elisa, where can they find out more about you? Should they want to see how you're slinking?
2: Mm. At Sensei Dai on Twitter at 3geekyladies.com with the number three spelled out. And I want to take a second to wish everyone happy holiday, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, happy solstice, whatever you celebrate. Enjoy it and be safe. Yes. In all seriousness, be be safe.
1: Yes. Michael, would you like to tell folks where they can find out about your love goo?
3: Well, until this uh, mist descends and my gaseous emissions are contained, uh, you can, you can hear can All
2: pooper me- pooperies to Mike,
3: <laughs> yes, Mike, Mike McPeak. Yes. Uh, you can uh, find me on Twitter at DSC Chipman and my About.me page at me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K.
1: Yes, very good. And, folks, if you want to find out more about me, you can go over to Twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Or about.me forward slash Kevin Alder links back to that and some other things that I might have been involved with from time to time. Well, folks, I want to echo Elisa's thoughts. I want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Great Kwanzaa, Whatever you're celebrating this time of year, there's so many different uh, things that you can celebrate. And do be safe out there, all jokes aside. Enjoy your geekiness, but be safe while you're doing it. If you want to find out more about the show, go over to geekiestshowever.com. And reviews and comments and iTunes are always welcome. And we certainly hope you've enjoyed the show this week, and as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you, although it was a bit aromatic this week, more so than usual. <laughs> So, for multiple reasons,
0: the scratch and sniff.
1: There, it is. It's a scratch, scratch and sniff episode. That may be our show title. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah, Mike's making it cringe. Well, folks, remember if you do nothing else between now and the next week that we talk to you, don't forget to hug a geek. Hi, I'm Bart Pushtits, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast.